This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey. The Roundup on Joy 94.9. From the nitty to the gritty. For a fault to develop two years after the aircraft actually enters service, it's almost guaranteed to be a manufacturing fault. The outright political. You can't pay your respects to somebody that has left down a coal mine. The frightfully bizarre. I would tell George Bush I didn't have the grounds to call him a racist. And everything in between. I'm not lesbian. I'm not even kinda lesbian. You're listening to Joy 94.9 and this is The Roundup. Hello and welcome to your weekly dose of opinionated current affairs, news and gossip. The Roundup on Australia's only gay and lesbian radio station, Joy 94.9. I am Michael Pinterbonner and with me as usual is the one and only Ali Pelletier. Hello. And back for what is his fourth stint on The Roundup is QNN, that's Community Network News, if you're not in the know. Juggernaut and producer Anthony Smootin. Welcome back to the show, Anthony. Thanks so much for having me again, guys. No problem. Now, on tonight's show... We're going to be talking about gay and lesbian marriage after the very lovely Susie and Rowena got ringed on our show last week. You need to head to facebook.com forward slash the roundup on Joy 94.9 to see the proposal video there. It will have you shedding tears, even if you're a cold bastard like Ali. Now, (laughs) I know what you think when we talk about gay marriage, that you've heard it all before and it's all very political, but we want to know what a gay wedding is actually like. Bugger the politics. This is all about you. Plus, we'll be bringing you our usual healthy dose of gossip and humour with a little bit of a marriage twist. But first, Anthony has this week's news and current affairs wrap. Hello everyone, Anthony Smeaton here with a news and current affairs wrap on the roundup. Two shoes found at the search site where police alleged Daniel Morkham was murdered matched the brand the Sunshine Coast teen was wearing when he went missing. They'll be DNA tested to see if they match Daniel, but in the meantime police are refusing to confirm whether they belong to the teen. The latest announcement comes after police admitted that human bones found at the site where Daniel was murdered look promising. A convoy of 180 trucks and other vehicles circled Parliament House today in protest of the carbon tax and changes to the diesel fuel rebate. Known as the Convoy of No Confidence, the group are demanding Julia Gillard call an early federal election. The group of vehicles travelled several times around State Circle honking horns before converging on the lawns of Parliament House. Australia's leading cyber safety expert has told a conference today that young people don't fully understand the consequences of sexting. More than 230 police delegates from the Asia-Pacific region are at the three-day women and policing conference in Hobart. Susan McLean from Cyber Safety Solutions Victoria says many people under 18 don't realise that sending sexual images of themselves can be child pornography. And reality TV star Kim Kardashian and pro basketballer Chris Humphreys have married in a lavish made-for-TV ceremony that could earn the couple around $15 million. The ceremony, which took place in Santa Barbara on the weekend, will be televised as a two-part special, of course, on pay TV channel E in October. Kardashian sisters and TV co-stars Courtney and Chloe served as co-maids of honour. That is the news and current affairs wrap on The Roundup. Back to you guys. Thanks very much. Hey, have you guys heard of Yvonne the runaway brown cow? No. Who is Yvonne? 
on. Yvonne has been Never all over it. the news. Okay, so she's been on the loose since May when she escaped from her Bavarian farm where she was being fattened up for slaughter. She's um, So she escaped from there, didn't want to be slaughtered. She's been grazing at night to avoid detection like a deer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Authorities have employed a helicopter, infrared cameras and even a cow whisperer to try and find her. Oh, wow. I don't okay, even want to know so how this, a cow whisperer works. Well, this cow whisperer <laughs> has been in psychic communication with Yvonne daily. <laughs> yes, yeah, seriously, all this and more in Germany, only in Germany. So daily by telepathy. Yvonne says that um, even though she knows she won't be harmed, um, she's still too distressed by her transport from Austria to Bavaria to show herself and she doesn't want to come out. So apparently... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how long... Has Yvonne been on the run? Since May. I think, so I think quite a long cor- time. I think the correct terminology is on the move. There's a Facebook page um, with something like 30,000 likes of Yvonne on it. And there's been a number one hit on the European charts about Yvonne. So <laughs> this is a cow on the move. Making a storm across She's Europe. moving on up. She That's is what moving she is on doing. up. Heading for Indeed. India, no doubt. If you are moving on up or perhaps moving on forward down the aisle, you will see at the end of the aisle a celebrant or a minister. This person will be sort of tying you in the bonds of holy matrimony or not so holy matrimony if that's what you choose to be. And next on the roundup, we're going to be talking to a minister. First, though, we have got a little bit of Kylie Minogue with one of her all-time favourites. It's all the lovers. Joy 94.9. You are on the Roundup with Ellie, Anthony and Michael. You can visit us on Facebook. Visit facebook.com forward slash the Roundup on Joy 94.9. Now, when you walk down the aisle on your wedding, who's the person at the end of it? Well, hopefully it's somebody you know. But the person behind that person is either a celebrant or some other official who will be marrying you. But what do they do and how do celebrants at gay weddings differ to celebrants at heterosexual affairs? To help us answer that question is David Evans, who is the owner of Two Grooms and Two Brides.com. Welcome to the Roundup, David. How are you doing, mate? Very good, thank you. Now, David, it's quite an interesting sort of area to sort of work in. How did you get involved in sort of gay unions? When I uh, first became a celebrant, actually, the second inquiry I ever had was from uh, a, a lesbian couple who uh, who called me and asked me would I be interested in conducting a ceremony for them. And it's, uh, I must admit, it was a bit left of field for me to start with, but uh, the more I thought about it, uh, the more it seemed like a good idea. And when I met them, it was quite easy. So it's the second wedding that you ever did? That's right, yeah. The Absolutely. second wedding I ever okay. did, yep. Okay, so we were going to ask you, you know, what was the point of difference, but that was the second wedding that you've ever, you ever did. How yeah. does that, how's that differed to weddings that you've done since? To be truthful, there's not a lot. <laughs> you know, most of the, uh, the gay and lesbian weddings I've done have been they're looking for just the traditional march down the aisle, exchange vows, exchange rings, do the asking, say I do. <laughs> And then uh, obviously go out and celebrate with friends and family. So you know the uh, the you know it, it, I've done everything from full blown wedding reception centres to marrying people in the back garden. So that um, Michael, this is Anthony. Uh, sure. Sorry, 
You're not Michael. David. You're David. David. Michael's sitting David. next to me. My apologies. That's okay. <laughs> so I'm thinking about these um, gay weddings, and yeah. my question is, where are people getting gay married, as I like to refer to it? Well, uh, of course, we know in Australia, as you know, we're only allowed to perform commitment ceremonies mm. uh, uh, as such. So, uh, I mean, the, the, the marriage act is very interesting. You, you know, it's it's full of exclusions, unfortunately, but uh, but. Uh, you know, as long as as I don't use the word marriage, it can look and sound like a traditional wedding. And so when you say traditional wedding, I mean, are people doing this in churches or are they doing it down at the Oh, beach? no, 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 not, not in churches. Now, where are they doing them? Okay, well, but mostly in, in reception centres. I've done them in reception centres. I've done them in people's homes. I've done them in local halls <laughs> and even one on the beach. Now, I'm... Um, uh, yeah, so, David, what we were going to say is that, you know, we're really getting a feel for when it comes to unions and stuff that they are really very traditional. There's a whole lot of political stuff around gay unions, but yeah. when it comes down to it, the fact is that people, when it's two people that are in love, they don't really care too much for the politics and that people are really opting for traditional choices. Would that be fair to say? Well, look, I would say, you know, uh, marriage should be about love and commitment and not about gender in the end and and you're absolutely right uh, gay couples lesbian couples uh, crave respectability they want it to look and sound like uh, like any other couple they're no different just no different that's good to hear and i think that is a picture we're, we're getting sort of throughout our investigations into this topic but for many of the weddings that you've done have you ever seen anything unusual have it, has anyone done anything out of the ordinary that's that's made their wedding well, really unique like <laughs> Like, uh, like, for the want of a better, you know, heterosexual weddings, uh, people sometimes theme them. I've done a, a Hawaiian lesbian wedding where we all turned up in Hawaiian shirts and <laughs> lays rounders, you know, around our necks and, 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 and those sort of things. I've done, uh, you know, in the traditional ones, uh, it's interesting is that, uh, you know, what the one I do, the biggest wedding I ever did, which was about 200 people out of, out of the reception center, out at, uh, out at uh, Mount Evelyn out there. Uh, both the girls came in dressed in identical bride's dresses. Oh, That's very cute. <laughs> David, David, I understand that you have just released today and you may be having a few bugs with it as everything is with technology, but two really cool named websites. What are they? Okay, they are uh, twobrides.com.au and twogrooms.com.au. I think that speaks for itself. I really like that title. And thank you so much for your time, David. Really appreciating that on the roundup. Of course, let us know your thoughts. It's 0427-JOY-949. And we'll find out what you think later on the show. But next on the roundup, in just under four minutes, there was a wedding. It wasn't a gay wedding, but Kim Kardashian, she had a huge wedding on the weekend. And Ali has got all the news on that. Jay, love you more. <laughs> Excuse me while I get all my buttons right. Love you more by JLS. Yes, you are with Ali, Anthony, and Michael on the roundup on Joy ninety four point nine, and we've just had a little conniption in here. Excuse us. <laughs> we let us know your thoughts throughout the show. SMS zero four two seven Joy nine four nine, or call us on one three hundred nine five six nine four nine. That's one three hundred Joy nine four nine. 
It's gossip time on the roundup. Celebs are bad. They'll be found out. Anastasia and the crew will tell you what they did do. Madonna's bad. Britney's sad. Lady Gaga's wearing a bag. It's gossip time. Gotta go. Gotta get on. Gossip time with the show. Gossip time. It's gossip time. Yes, it is indeed gossip time. And I tell you what, Kim Kardashian, it's the wedding from I don't know where. She's set to rake in $17.9 million for her wedding to Chris Humphreys. Yep, I know. So she's expected to pull in anywhere between 12 to $15 million for her E special. She might sell her exclusive pics to People magazine, the bridal shower pics to OK Mag and her exclusive bachelorette party at Tau in Las Vegas. She could literally retire for life off of this. But she won't. Well, no, she won't. She'll keep going, of course, <laughs> She'll continue she? to do nothing. <laughs> She's yeah. a star. Yeah, and not only that, her wedding was practically paid for by free stuff. So she and Chris will be out of pocket almost all of that money as well. There's like $400,000 worth of champagne, $100,000 of exclusive rights to a bridal shower. There's um, a $15,000 wedding cake and a $20,000 Vera Wang dress. What? Insane. Absolutely I heard that insane. she had three Vera Wang dresses to choose from and she only decided on the day which one she was going to go with. Oh, that's how much she's because trying she... to throw off the uh, paparazzi and media. Well, who that are... could be part yeah. of it. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, hey, here's another couple of ladies who've gotten married. Mm. No. Cheryl Cheryl Wright has just tied the knot to her uh, lovely partner Lauren Blitzer in a family member's home in Connecticut on Saturday. And did you guys see the photos of them in their beautiful matching white wedding dresses? It was so cute. Yes, they both they both nixed the idea of wearing veils because they said they like their hair too much. Much. Yes, the couple couple served barbecue from New York's Blue Smoke to fight the despite the fact that um, Shelley doesn't eat meat. She later said it's Lauren's idea, not my influence. And you've got um, to keep your guests happy. You do Let's have to be keep honest. your guests happy. Yep. They exchanged vows in front of both a reverend and a rabbi, as well as 200-plus uh, guests. So there you go. Isn't that nice? It was very nice. Very beautiful. I and don't know who they are, but that was a great story. <laughs> well... You know, there you go. And in more, <laughs> in more almost wedding-related news, Pete Doherty's going to pay tribute to Amy Winehouse at his uh, at an upcoming concert. So, um, hopefully, the devastating loss will help him maintain his own sobriety. Uh, uh, wait and How see. How is that almost wedding wedding-related news? We're trying to Sorry, are you getting that? Because <laughs> Amy Winehouse is Pete Doherty's ex-wife. Oh, yeah. Sorry, there you go. So. Fresh out of a shortened prison sentence for cocaine possession, Pete Doherty's reportedly planned to dedicate his upcoming stint at the Reading and Leeds Festival for his dear deceased ex-wife, Amy Winehouse. So fresh out of a prison sentence. Fresh out of a prison sentence for cocaine possession. <laughs> he's dedicating the concert to Amy. That's all I about. think it's very sweet. It's very white. It's very, it's very lovely. <laughs> so um, listen, Christina. Christina has been paid millions of dollars to perform for a wealthy businessman in Spain. Not just millions, 2.4 million euros. That's about 3.4 million US dollars for, uh, guess how many songs, you guys? Five. Four. Four Four songs. Oh, yes. Tough day at the office. This is depressing yeah. gossip. Everyone's earning lots of money to I be know. doing nothing. Didn't somebody else do that recently? Didn't we read I think that? Kylie did it recently. Really? Yep. Kylie does it all the time. J-Lo did it as well. So, I mean, if you can get... 
couple of, you know, a cool couple of million for four songs in Europe somewhere. Yeah. You're not going to turn down that gig. No, no. You'd, you'd well, Christina Aguilar has only really got four songs, so, you know, that's the entire back catalogue. <laughs> wow, listen to you. Hey, listen, what else is happening? Sex in the City 2, critically acclaimed masterpiece. Did it win some Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> Have you read this story before? I have read this story before, yes. So, have you seen Sex in the City 2? No, I haven't. I love it, but it was a terrible movie. Oh, I haven't seen number terrible. one or number two. I'd like you to say, see the movie and then read that sentence again. Yep. So Sarah Jessica Parker and Michael Patrick King are talking about making a third one. They've already come up with a storyline. SJP uh, said this to Parade magazine when she was asked if there were any plans. She said, there is. I know what the story is. It's a small story, but I think it should be told. The question is, what's the right time to tell it? Do you think that it's a small story that will be told in nine months after a bit of a baby was, you know... Why do you think there's going to be a bit of I a reckon, I reckon that's the next... That's the logical step. They what's got married. Say, yeah. She got married, then she went to the middle of the desert and kissed her ex, go figure, and now she's come back and, you know, had a watch. There was a watch involved there somewhere, and yeah. now a baby. Perfect, yeah. perfect timing. That's why there was a watch, because yep. it's all about timing. Yeah. So oh, um, I've got some unwedding-related news. Maybe it's, what did you say earlier, Mike, when you saw this? No one would marry either of these two. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. how it's relevant. Yeah. So <laughs> last year, um, E-Trade settled with Lindsay Lowen for an unspecified sum after she sued them for um, naming a milkaholic baby Lindsay. <laughs> Okay, so then Lindsay's mum has threatened to sue Glee for calling her daughter crazy. Um, And now TMZ reports that um, Lindsay Lohan is uh, sinking her claws into Pitbull for using her name in in one of his songs, Give Me Everything. Uh. So the lyrics go like this. Hustlers move aside, so I'm tiptoeing to keep flowing. I got it locked up like Lindsay Lohan. Ah. Yeah. So, okay, Lindsay Lohan's been to jail more times than she's been on a movie set. So (laughs) I guess the line's pretty true, right? Yeah. (laughs) Lohan's reason for why she says Pitbull is defaming her uh, good name is pretty crazy. She's claiming in her lawsuit, uh, the lyrics by virtue of its wide appeal, condemnation, excoriation disparaging or defamatory statements by the defendants about the plaintiff are deemed to do irreparable harm to the plaintiff. She's uh, claiming in her lawsuit a professional actor of good repute and standing in the Screen Actors Guild and is suing under the New York Civil Rights Law, which protects people from having their name exploited for commercial purposes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We should sue because she did that Herbie 2 movie. wasn't very good. No, it wasn't very good. And for saying she's a reputable actor with a good name. We should sue her for... Like disparaging lying, That's right. just that for lying. Saying? Yeah, um, and that is the gossip for another week, you guys. On the roundup, of course. Let us know your thoughts zero four two seven joy nine four nine, or you can visit us on Facebook. It is facebook.com forward slash the roundup on joy ninety four point nine. Now we did have a very cool pre recorded interview. That's when we do them before the show, but. I didn't save it properly, so we don't know where it is. So I'm going to literally leave the studio now and come back with something or someone to talk to about something. This is radio flying by the seat of our pants. Live radio live here. Live radio. This is live radio. You're on Joy no 94.9 and we are the Roundup. And I cannot believe we're playing this. This is Shannon Knoll. Switch me on on Joy 94.9. Melbourne's biggest gay voice has a fresh new sound. Fresh new sound. 
Joy 94.9. You are on Joy 94.9 with The Roundup. Ali, Anastasia and Anthony this week. SMS us your thoughts. Zero four and what happened to me? Change your name, Ali, Anthony, and Michael. (laughs) (laughs) SMS us your thoughts. Zero four two seven joy nine four nine. I'm just a little bit flustered because before the lovely song featuring Solange, I was on the street trying to find somebody to talk to because I stuffed up the pre-recorded interview that we did beforehand and didn't save it properly. I stuck my hand out on the street, got a few taxis and a strange man offering me money. Not sure why, but what I did find was the lovely Joy from the Spirit Lounge, and she happens to be a minister. Star with the Metropolitan Community Church. Welcome to the Roundup, Joy. Thank you, and I'd just like to tell you I was not out on the street when you <laughs> found me, <laughs> and I certainly did not give him money. <laughs> no, 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 no. We thank you so much for coming in as a very, very quick sort of last-minute interview. Thank you very much for that. Okay, Metropolitan Community Church, what is it? Well, it's a church that was actually started in America by a guy called Troy Perry who was thrown out of his church because he was gay. Fair enough. And he was a minister, and he attempted suicide because of this, but he survived, funnily enough. And he started his own and church. And he started his own church. Okay, Fantastic. and so I'm getting from our very brief chat from the street up the elevator back into Joy <laughs> that the Metropolitan Community Church has a very large GLBTI sort of uh, membership. Is that true? That's what it was started for, for gay and lesbian people that were thrown into their own churches a long time ago. So, yeah, and most of the people in the church, though not all, are from the GLBTIQ community. Um, there's some straight people, but yeah. Okay, and so we're obviously on the Roundup tonight doing a gay marriage special. Yes. Uh, We've been talking to, um, we talked to... uh, David Evans. David Evans, and we're going to be talking later on to Ali Hogg from uh, Marriage... Uh, Equality. Equal Love, love, that's right. So does does the church that you're, you're with... Do they do, do you perform kind of gay marriages or gay commitment ceremonies or Yeah, we call them commitment ceremonies, holy union. My partner and I had one there uh, ten years ago. Ah, okay. so, yeah. wonderful. Tell us about yours. Oh, it was fabulous. We had about seventy people, mainly straight people, but uh, yep, your yeah. friends and family. My partner's family all came. Only one member of my family came, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And what did you both wear? We actually both end up wearing the same. It was sort of a, a cream trouser suit. Have you still and got them? a black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it sick? <laughs> no. <laughs> so a cream trouser suit and a black... A black shirt. Black shirt. Okay. Yeah. And did you exchange rings? Yes. Okay. We did. And we wrote the whole ceremony ourselves. We wrote it how we wanted it. Do you oh. remember your vows now? <laughs> no, <laughs> we did actually learn them. For the oh, gorgeous! <laughs> I've still got the older service. <laughs> I guess the thing is, you know, marriage is one thing. That's one day, but you've spent ten years with the same person. Tell yeah. us about married life. How does how, what's that like? Well, it's it's difficult at times, especially like we were an older couple, reasonably set in our ways when we met. But the good times far outweigh the bad, and it's just. Yeah, we just love it. Do you find that given the environment that you live in, so the social, the economic, the political environment that you live in, that it's difficult? I mean, for a lot of people that are gay and growing up, 
the only sort of representation of marriage they have would be heterosexual and most marriages would be like family, so their parents, et cetera, et cetera. So a lot of people listening might not even have seen a sort of a long-term gay commitment and the challenges that you'd come across purely because your partner is of the same sex. Could you perhaps talk to us about maybe just, you know, some of those challenges and how you've overcome them? Well, I guess the main challenge is with family often getting families to accept your partner and certainly with my family my parents didn't really want to know my partner and it wasn't till my mum got quite sick and they wanted us they wanted me to fly to New Zealand to visit her and I said yes I'll come but my partner's coming with me and if you don't like it then I'm not coming so it almost came down to giving make making them choose Mm. either you choose both of us or you don't we don't come so I think for many people that's probably the worst part and for us it is it was but we are very much my partner's a minister in the uniting church okay and we're very much out we who we are we live in a church uniting church manse Mm -hmm. and basically our thing is people don't like it well that's their problem yeah yeah so joy tell us what's involved if someone wants to come to the metropolitan community church and get married what do they have to do well, basically sit down with the minister and talk about what it is they want. And you don't – I mean, some churches make people go through pre-marriage counselling and stuff. Mm. You sit down and you talk to people. They know what they want. They yep. know. And then f- find out from them what they want in the ceremony. I think that's really important that people take ownership of their own ceremony and they do it how they want it, what the sort of music, whatever they want to do. So there's lots of flexibility there, really loving that and really loving the fact that you could come in and share your experiences both as somebody who's been in a long-term same-sex relationship and marriage and also somebody who's been on the other side and actually been marrying same-sex couples. Now, coming up on the Roundup, we are going to be talking to the one and only Ali Hogg. If you don't know who she is, you need to listen up. She's got a big voice and she's been fighting for your rights for a very long time. That is next on the Roundup. Touching our community right around the nation. Joy 94.9. Sexy. You're on Joy 94.9 and we are The Roundup. Now our next guest is one of the GLBTI community's most well-known and well-loved figures, a vocal supporter of marriage equality and convener of the Equal Love Campaign. Ali Hogg has fought and continues to fight tirelessly for the rights of the GLBTI community. She's with us on the line now. Welcome to The Roundup, Ali. Hi, no worries. Thanks for having me. No That's a problem. Thanks for being here. So, Elliot, um, was it last Sunday or the Sunday before you had um, one of your equal love rallies in the city? How many people do you reckon attended that? We had about 3,000 people turn up. And, yeah, so we're continuing to get thousands of people coming out on the street to show their support for marriage equality. Yeah, and part of what you did is do a, um, a fake gay marriage, is that right? Yeah, we have 40 couples come out in support and show um, a sim- symbolic gesture of basically showing up how ridiculous it is that people that truly love each other are still no longer able to have their marriage recognised in the eyes of the law. So one of the two of the couples actually have been coming to every rally on the anniversary of the ban to get married because they've been wanting to get married for so many years. So... It's 
pretty outrageous. Now, Ali, I mean, how many, and what's the scale of sort of these protests that you're having? I mean, there's been a couple of this year. How many have we had this year, and how widespread is it? Is it all over the country or what? Yeah, there's been rallies all across the country. We had one in March this year, and we, this is the last Saturday was our second one of the year. And over the past um, few, since last year, we've been really ramping up the pressure, having as many rallies as we possibly can to really send a message to the government that we want this marriage act changed. So we, it seems to be. Um, we seem to be getting somewhere. We've, we've seen a number of the politicians change their position on marriage equality, such as Penny Wong. So, and a number of the state ALP conferences have also moved in support of marriage equality. So I feel like we're getting somewhere, but we've still got quite a bit to go. So t- talk to us a little bit about that political support, because I was at the rally and noticed that there were a few kind of politicians there. Um, what sort of political support does the Equal Love campaign and the, um, you know, the marriage equality campaign have? Yeah, we're, sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. Um, we have seen support from most of the state ALP conferences and we're, we're seeing more and more politicians come out in support. Um, but most importantly, the majority of Australians support marriage equality, so we don't think we should see any more stalling on the issue. Ali, what are people saying to you? Because I, I know that, you know, the majority of the Labor parties around the country, with the exception of New South Wales, I think, have, yep. you know, supported... Um, same-sex unions on their sort of their positions um it's just the federal and new south wales parties what are politicians saying to you as somebody who is kind of on the forefront of this i don't know battle for lack of a better word well a whole mixture of things depending on which side of the spectrum they're on but um one of the things that people are starting to raise more and more is the idea of a conscience vote and that is something that we um, in Equal Love in Victoria have decided that we don't want to be supporting because the people of Australia have shown where they stand on this issue. All of the state ALP conferences have shown where they stand on this issue. So I think it's really important that they look at changing the Marriage Act instead of stalling things any further. And by, it shouldn't be about the conscience of the, um, you know, the people in the Labor Party or in government. It should be, the, con- the conscience should be, the, well, they should look at the consciences of the people that have suffered homophobia and discrimination for so many years. So I think that, Ali, that's a really good point because I noticed today that the Labor Party was talking about, um, you know, moving to support a conscience vote on the issue. Is that something that's likely to, if, if a conscience vote did happen, is that likely to, I guess, stop um, gay marriage being being brought in? Would that really? Yeah, I think that I think that it possibly could stop gay marriage from being brought in, and I think that. It's also a way for the Labor Party to kind of skirt around the issue, mm. to to kind of wipe their hands clean of wipe their hands clean of being responsible for it. And so I think that um, when we're going to a rally in Sydney in December for the National ALP conference, and that's one of the messages that we want to be sending, that we don't want civil unions, we don't want a conscience vote, but we want them to change the Act now. And just for people that don't understand, a conscience vote is when the members of Parliament, so everybody in government and the opposition presumably, gets to actually vote based upon their own values on a particular topic instead of sort of representing that of the party line? 
Yeah, that's right. Wonderful. Oh, there you go, politics. Great. And <laughs> can I ask, before we wrap up, you've talked about saying, you know, um, you don't want this conscience vote, you don't want civil unions. Why aren't civil unions enough? Don't they give people the same the same rights as, as something called marriage would? Well, many people already have the same rights in terms of de facto rights. So a lot of the legal rights have changed, but it still means that there's a law that says that one section of society can get married and another section can have civil unions. And obviously civil unions will also be available to heterosexual couples, but it still means that there's a law that says you're somehow different or less deserving to have full marriage rights. So... And I think that it's um, pretty, like, you know, it sends a really bad message to young people who face discrimination in their day-to-day life that the the, the homophobia that they receive is backed up by law. So I think that it's really vital that we don't want any half measures and we, we demand full marriage rights. Yeah, so it's the same sort of social and cultural recognition as heterosexual couples. So Yeah, that's right. Where to from here, Ali? When when's the next rally and how do people get involved? Yeah, well the next rally is gonna going to be in Sydney. So we're asking people if they can try to get carpools together or cheap flights. We're looking into um some buses if people don't want to fly. But somebody put a message on Facebook the other day saying that they got one dollar flight so people can try and look out for them. Um because Sydney is where a lot of us are putting our cards down as to whether or not we're going to see a decision made on this issue in the near future. So hopefully members of the ALP will go against what Julie Gillard has to say and put their money where their mouth is and actually vote for marriage equality in December. But I think, the as we've seen, it's... It's already been a tough battle, so we need to keep we need to keep up that pressure, and we're hoping to see many thousands of people come from around the country to head to Sydney. It's on the third of December, so um, it's a, probably a good time now for people to go online and try to book their flights because if we can get as many people as we can out to protest at the ALP conference in December, I think that it can have a massive impact. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ali. And, you know, personally, you know, thank you for joining us on the Roundup, but thank you for the work that you've done in our community. I know that a lot of people value and really respect you for the work that you've done and, you know, just keep it up. Thank you so much. Let us know your thoughts, 0427JOY949. We'll find out what you think next on the Roundup. Yes, we are the Roundup on JOY94.9. We have had a very big show tonight. We've all been focusing on marriage gay marriage, same-sex unions, and not the political side of things. I think we all are very familiar with the political side of things. It's the other side of things, the human side of it, that we've been looking at tonight. And we've got some SMSs in and our own thoughts that we want to share with you. Yeah, look, guys, I think it's been a really positive show tonight to talk about something other than the you know the hard slog that's going on to get marriage rights through to hear some of those stories that we heard from our celebrants about the lesbian couple having the hawaiian themed wedding and you know all the little different things and and hopefully it gets people out there thinking about maybe what they'd like to do when they get married something different they'd like to do i've got a little idea for mine, if it ever happens one day, I might need a no. boyfriend first. <laughs> That's, That's very lovely. cute. Yeah. I think one of the greatest reflections for me personally was that tradition, even though you know same sex unions aren't traditional. The fact was that when we were talking to these people about what weddings look like, that they were very similar. And I think that goes back to the fact that you know, love is the same. Doesn't matter who you love. It love is love is love. 
Love is love is love. Yes, <laughs> indeed. That was the roundup for another week. We need to thank David Evans. We need to thank Joy from Joy, who will be on the Spirit Lounge <laughs> in just a moment. And also Ali Hogg from uh, the Equal Love campaign. Thank you all for talking to us. It's been wonderful. We Thanks to everyone who messaged um, in to us. And sorry if you did message in and we didn't get a chance to read your messages. We will be back next Monday at 8pm. Visit us on Facebook for more opinionated current affairs throughout the week. Go to Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash the roundup on Joy 94.9. See you later, guys. Bye. See ya. Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.